Hey everyone, this is Chris and you're listening to One Cross Radio. And today we are joined by the always fantastic and handsome Michael Knowles. Mike, how are you doing today? Oh, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> handsome. You did the, the oh. Southern Bell face wave. Like. Oh, mercy. That's a little different, whatever. So yeah, I'm, I'm about to get to I'm the great, bus thank train. you. <laughs> <laughs> loudy, loudy. A bus train. This ain't no car. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that is a character oh for the ages. For the oh, ages. Yes. Um, so, dear listener, today we are continuing um, Batman Month in terms of recording with uh, what's, what should be a fun episode. Uh, Mike and I have been lifelong Batman fans. Batman is something that we... Uh, we bonded over uh, when we met in sixth grade. Uh, Batman, Star Wars, and wrestling. Um, what a combination! Then, I should I have know, said, right? "Oh, I should have said, oh my." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, with mutual friends, and then, uh, and then, terrible behavior towards one another that just made us bond yeah. even more. <laughs> that that is the glue of our relationship: <laughs> treating know. each other like garbage. <laughs> it's, it's really weird, but it. It's how we do. Um, so today we are talking about unmade Batman movies, um, and I think this can be this could be a fun topic just because there's a lot of ones that are known, and then there's some where you're just like, wait, what? Um, and then there's some where you're kind of like, oh, but there's like next to no detail on them. Uh, let me quickly see my notes uh, because I'm prepared. Uh, do 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 do. Um, okay, so on Wikipedia, uh, there is, <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, there are roughly 14 unmade Batman movies listed, and that's just solo Batman movies. Um, 14? Yeah, and that's not even, um, going into some of the animated movies or... Actually, some of these might be the animated... Yep, nope, some of them definitely are the animated movies. Because <laughs> there's Assault oh. on Arkham 2, and there wasn't a Assault on Arkham 1 live action. So this list right. also includes a number of the, um, the animated movies. There was also at one point going to be a uh, uh, Batman Superman movie... Um, before we got Batman Superman and some of these movies as well are ones we eventually got just not what they were going to be uh, like the original take on Batman Forever it wasn't going to be Batman Forever it was going to be Tim Burton's Batman 3 um, and that one might be a fun one to kick it off with Mike just because uh, I feel like we did our episode about Batman and we talked about Batman Returns <laughs> an yes. awful lot and Batman Returns is why Tim Burton didn't get a third Batman movie uh, because as wonderfully dark and twisted as that movie is uh, it's not what Warner Brothers was looking for uh, it's not what apparently audiences were expecting or the parental audiences were expecting um, yes. and it's just one of those movies where you're like was the studio paying attention at all <laughs> Was did they read the script? <laughs> did they actually come to visit the set when they were shooting, or were they like, nah, it's fine? Did they watch the dailies? Like, yeah. Did, 
the movie had sponsors and it had a toy line and down the line the toy line after they started developing them they were like wait we can't do toys for this movie yeah <laughs> like was anybody paying attention <laughs> obviously not <laughs> yeah. uh so then yeah because as delightfully warped as, as batman returns is um, and I'm on the record as saying I love Batman Returns. It's not a Batman movie, but it's a great alternate Batman. Like Tim Burton's Batman is is a fun Batman, uh, and Batman Returns is an excellent dark Christmas movie. Um, because of it and it under underselling, because of the apparent unexpected dark subject matter. But if anybody looked at the trailers or anything about it, it shouldn't be unexpected. Um, they they decided to go in a different direction. Uh, so what is known about Tim Burton's third Batman movie, or suspected about it, is it was going to involve some similar characters, like Renee Russo as Chase Meridian, if she was involved, or a psychiatrist. Um, Robin Williams was heavily rumored to be playing Batman. Uh, there was potential for Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman to return. Uh, Michael Keaton would have returned if Robin potentially would have been in fully uh, because they kept on wanting to hint at Robin uh, from the first Batman movie onward. At one point in Batman Returns, you would have gotten Marlin or Damian Waynes, of all people, as, as Robin, which is interesting because at the time, when you think of the Waynes brothers, you think of, well, the Waynes brothers... <laughs> Yeah, well, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're a TV show, yeah. Yeah. Or even in Living Color, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, you think of the zany side. You don't necessarily think of the uh, the more serious stuff. Um, so apparently there was going to be the full-on role and Billy D. Williams uh, returning as Harvey Dent uh, from Batman Return. Uh, sorry, from the first Batman movie Tim Burton did. Um, whether or not he would have become Two-Face in that movie or the incident that sets him up to be Two-Face would have happened in that movie. There, there's been a lot of rumored stuff. Um, so, out of all that rumored stuff, what does that sound interesting to you, sir? <laughs> well, I, I don't know how true any of those rumors are. Like, I can... I, I feel like I would automatically dismiss Robin Williams being in that movie because of uh, his personal objections to dealing with Warner Brothers, because uh, I don't know if you know the story, they played him pretty hard uh, for the first movie. Um, they uh, they wanted Jack Nicholson. Oh, uh, yeah. So they, like, they said uh, Robin Williams was going to get the part so they could get uh, Nicholson's attention, and then they just dropped Robin Williams, and he was like, I'm never going to work with them again. Oh, wow. Okay, see, that I didn't know. I remembered hearing about... Um... Williams potentially being the Joker, but like even on most of the DVD commentaries that came out with the legacy set, it seemed like people were eyeing Jack like right away for that role. Well, yeah, I was. There's a there's a, a documentary that uh, I saw this morning, and it's it's uh, it's, a, it's free from iTunes. It's on the Joker, and um, yeah, um, and. Uh, Jack Nicholson or Tim Burton is is in it, and he's said he said that Jack Jack Nicholson was always the the idea. He was always the first choice, but 
I think he played hard to get, especially uh, financially. Um, so they they had to bait him into uh, taking the movie, or you know, signing up, whatever you want to call it. Um, yes, <laughs> um, I know that. Yeah, they. I'm sure they would have tried to put Robin in there because they were even going to put him in the first movie before they yeah. realized why. Um, but yeah, I don't know if Marlon Wayans or, or you know, I don't know if he would have worked or if that's you know even real. Um, I think I think that one was accurate. Actually, I'm pretty sure that is uh, okay. that one's true because I remember around the time of forever at least it's absolutely known they had to pay um out billy d williams contract and i think Mm -hmm. i'm i'm pretty sure they had to do the same with wayne's but or maybe just like hey we'll pay you some because it's like hey there's a thing of intent yeah but maybe not a full-on i i yes well yeah i know i know that billy d williams signed up to do the first one with the intent yeah, of doing of being Harvey Dent or being Two Face at mm-hmm. at some point in the future, and then they bought him out. But uh, I don't know how he would have been as Two Face. He's too smooth. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, he finally did get to play Two Face uh, in uh, the Lego Batman movie. Um, oh, oh yes, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, which was just kind of like, oh, that, that one of the things I love about that movie is just like all these deep cut stuff. Yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. just like we'll throw in this stuff, and if you like, you won't catch it if you it, it like not in a way that draws attention. Where it's like, hey, if you if you love this character and like know a lot of the history, then you'll really appreciate this joke. And then otherwise, it's just a line of dialogue that's not out of place. Um, yeah, it's it's really interesting just because we've got a uh, we've got a mutual friend who I remember at one point maybe even on this podcast um, advocated like really hard for Tim Burton's Batman three, and I don't know just even if everything's everything's true, there's some stuff where I'm just like I I don't know if it would have been amazing like mm-hmm. I, I think it's easy for us to look at it through like rose co- rose colored glasses especially in comparison to what we got with Batman Forever uh, whether you're a big fan of Batman Forever whether you hate the movie like you can recognize there generously it's a mixed bag um, yeah. and because it's the Tim Burton Batman movies to me get too much universal praise it's almost like ah oh, what could have been where it's like nah some of those were really flawed and there's not a guarantee for amazing stuff like uh before we start recording robin williams as the riddler is interesting but at the time would robin williams have done the riddler like a serious take on it or would it have been similar to like how jim carrey did it not necessarily like ace venture a batman villain but the yeah. Riddler doesn't have all that manic energy that Robin Williams brought to, like, every role. And Williams yeah. didn't start doing more serious roles until, like, the late 90s or the early to mid-2000s. Well, we that's not accurate at all. because oh, okay, my bad. He did movies prior to that that were serious. But, yeah, oh, like... Did? Okay, I, see, I'm less familiar with, with those roles. 
Uh, yeah, like he did. Uh, all the movies just totally left my brain. Uh, good morning, Vietnam. Even though that okay. was he was humorous in that, there was a serious aspect of it. Um, I think he was fairly serious in the Awakenings movie or movies. If he was in both of them, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I I don't know how he would have done it. Not because he wouldn't have been good, but because yeah. he wouldn't have been right for the yeah. part. And I'm not saying like, I, I guess you have the, the the image that he would bring the you know he would Robin Williams it he would be the genie in Aladdin <laughs> but wearing green pants. Um, <laughs> but I just I just don't think he it would have worked. Yeah, it's well not, not even to the extent of like Robin Williams genieing it or his stand uping it, yeah. but even some of the stuff he was doing in the '90s like when we look at Jumanji. Or yeah. uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, just yeah. like even that, where he was still Robin Williams, but he was holding it, like pulling it back a bit. It's yeah. some of the more serious roles he did. Like, I, granted, I haven't seen any of them before, so yeah, fair owned. Like, good call out. Um, yeah, yeah. But like the later stuff, where he figured out a way to put that energy, like, into a more serious, like, sinister performance. Like, I, that's how I picture the Riddler. I picture the Riddler more along the lines of how he was in Batman the Animated Series, where it was still that kind of kooky, but a, a bit more serious. Um, yeah. Whereas yeah, he's when I kind think of, Robin Williams, yeah. I think of almost him being like the Riddler from the 66 show. Yeah. Oh, riddles. Let me tell you about riddles. You got the... <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> everything he starts, every sentence. Oh, <laughs> oh riddle me this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Batman, you got a man. He's a bat. Oh. <laughs> He's like, oh, look at me, I'm a bat. <laughs> oh yeah, I miss Robin Williams. So. Uh, you know, you know, honestly, um, I yeah, I do too. Like, he's celebrities have died that I have admired, but like Robin Williams is the only one that actually hurt, really. Like, to, right. to lose right. him, it was so unexpected. And it was like a sad death, too, because he was so depressed and he was dying of this this disease yeah. that... Well, I don't know if he was dying from the disease, but he was suffering from the disease that would, like, make him... I don't know if a vegetable is the right um, term, but it would have, like... He would have diminished. Um, it's, it's just a sad story. And yeah. he was like, he was Robin Williams. Like, what else can you say, right? And to have, he he was he was kind of like a childhood hero for a lot of us, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And for him to have killed himself, and, and, and not even that, just to die, it's it's it it hurts. Even like I think the anniversary of his death was last week, and oh, wow. and I was like, you know what? And I think it's been like seven or eight years now, and like you know, it still hurts. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just every once in a while while i'll end up thinking of a performance of his or especially if you toss on like aladdin or something or anything where he he just shows up briefly or yeah. just something you're just like oh man he he brought everything and to like dude was so talented oh um, yeah oh yeah and it, you just like I, I would have loved to have met the guy um a guy who I would have loved to see in a Batman role that never got, like, I don't know if it ever seriously got talked about, but just because we're talking about, like, Batman roles, 
a guy whose work I grew to appreciate a lot before his passing, but especially after, was like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, he was um, great. He was a fantastic such actor. Such a great actor. I'm just like, when I think of a Tim Burton Batman movie or even a Chris Nolan Batman movie where it's a yeah. little more grounded, I'm just yeah. like, oh man, he would have slotted in to well, yeah, those yeah. roles so well. If you look at his performance in Mission Impossible 3 and think of how that could transfer over to being a, like a Batman villain, he would have been so like cerebral yeah. and oh, yeah, he would have been great, but he would have been great. He was great in anything. Like he was just such a talented actor. He's one of those deaths that is just like, what a shame. Like, yeah, like it's not just well, sad, but what a shame. When you, when you mention cerebral, like so many yeah. people think of, and, and Triple myself H. included, uh, <laughs> 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 Everyone thinks of Triple H. Um, <laughs> Side note: Did you know that Triple H, the soundtrack, is being released on vinyl soon? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> There's a soundtrack. Is the it soundtrack. Just <laughs> it's it's two two I think two albums of all of his theme songs. Oh my gosh! He doesn't even have, okay. <laughs> anyway, side note. <laughs> um, okay, it's cool. Vinyl's making a comeback, but um, yeah. with uh. So many people would mention him as, like, say, if Chris Nolan ever did The Penguin, he would have yeah. been a rounded penguin. Yeah. But as you mentioned, like, a cerebral villain, uh, just automatically in my head, I was just like, he would have been an amazing Hugo Strange. Yeah. If you could have done something with Hugo Strange, yeah. like, he... Uh, I never yeah. even... Cons I often don't consider... I don't think of Hugo Strange when I think of Batman villains, but he is... A really good Batman villain. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not like the main villain. He'd always no. be like not the henchman, but he's like a great one-two combo punch. Because honestly, yeah. the difficulty with a Hugo Strange as a like the main villain is like you got to have another villain so Batman can have a fight <laughs> with someone to overcome. Because yeah. as soon as he's up against Hugo Strange, it's like okay, he's gonna mentally checkmate this guy somehow. But there's not that satisfaction of the the big like fight climax so i want hugo strange on the screen anyways <laughs> yeah you know and i mean i often forget this but black mask would be cool oh, <laughs> black yeah. mask was in uh, birds of prey but uh that movie was largely ignored yeah no it, by it, everyone <laughs> it underperformed i i dug I dug uh, Birds of Prey a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. Its marketing did it so little favors. It was, it was. I was gonna say funny, but maybe kind of sad is is the better phrase. After the the opening weekend and it didn't do well, they retitled the movie to like Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey or something like that. Well, it, um, it was always titled Harley Quinn and the. No, fabulous it's, it, emancipation. Yeah, it's, it's, Birds it's of called Prey Birds and of the Prey. Fabulous yeah. emancipation. Which is way too much of a mouthful. Yes. <laughs> they changed it to, like, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, dropping the whole emancipation yeah. part. But, like, that was going to save the movie? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's it's really interesting. I listened to a couple podcasts about it afterwards, and so many people were like, I had no idea that what this movie was about based on the marketing. Um, yeah. Like, it's a breakup movie. <laughs> it's, oh, is it? Like, okay. It, it really is, because it's all about Harley Quinn breaking up and separating from the Joker and for, forging her her own path and then introducing oh. the Birds of Prey uh, through that. Um, like, I, I really, I enjoy the movie. It's not perfect. 
uh, especially the treatment of Cassandra Cain. That's not Cassandra Cain. Yeah. Um, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress. I was like, I, I, I didn't know she that. was in it. Yeah, she was a, a very deadpan, fish-out-of-water version of the Huntress because everybody's, oh. like, amped up and almost like a car Not a cartoon, but just, yeah, like, very amped up, and she's just, right. like, stone-cold serious. Um, so I, I'd be interested in more of that. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, and Ewan McGregor was hysterical as Black Mask. <laughs> he was, oh, okay stole uh almost stole every scene um all right so back to this list so the the next i think most famous canceled batman movie was uh what was going to be batman 5 uh the third joel schumacher batman movie oh yeah uh it's been it's apparently had an official title for a long time it was rumored to be called batman triumphant yeah Um, but apparently it's called batman unchained um, <laughs> I just think of Django. <laughs> the beast. Batman. Atman Unchained. Yeah. Um, and that one was going to be. Now, apparently, even like based on comments from Schumacher himself, uh, he wanted to get the series back to a little more darker territory. Like, he was all on board with getting it a little more zany, a little more serious, a little more 50s and 60s, not serious, a little more 50s and 60s uh, Batman comics and campy. Um, Like, there's even footage of him, like, on those excellent documentaries where it's, like, making of Batman Forever and Batman Robin, where he's just like, we're making a, like, we're making a cartoon, people. Um but and he but then he also owns up to it and apologizes and he's like yeah. everybody was involved like we had to get approval for suits like the toy companies were involved from the get go yeah um, we made the like Batman and Robin too close to Batman Forever we really should have put a pause on it mm-hmm. um, and then when you learn some of the the stuff they were going to do with Batman Forever um, like where it would have been at times a little more dark. Um, you're just kind of like, okay, so they're like, that's one where I'd be like, can you take that and do an animated movie of it? Like I, I'd be, I'd be interested in that. Like do that for, if you've got enough notes for Tim Burton's third Batman or also Batman unchained. Um, mm-hmm. cause some of the subject, it would have tied back to, uh, the first Tim Burton Batman movie, which would have been like, oh, cool, you're drawing more on that continuity beyond just a, just a reference to, or do I need a leather and whip? <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Uh, so the, the thing that uh, the, the apparent plan, it's not known how involved, like where Batgirl was going to be involved. Uh-huh. Um, and there's been two discussions about like Robin would have either been heavily involved or there would have been the falling out, a, a bit of a falling out between yeah. Robin and Batman because the villain was going to be the Scarecrow. Um, yeah. The fear toxin was really, really going to mess with Batman in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and another villain was going to be Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. And Harley, in this, it would have been Harley Quinn would have been the daughter of the Joker. Uh, okay. Basically coming back for revenge. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, 
and I don't know how she would have paired up with the, maybe she gets Scarecrow to do the fear toxin, but a lot of the rumored stuff as well is there was going to be a, a fear sequence where he would have been like facing off or haunted by Jack's Joker. So it would have been yeah. trying to get Jack back as the Joker yeah. in this as well, where I'm like, a lot of this sounds weird, but interesting on paper. interesting yes like color me intrigued um, uh-huh. i'm a lot more interested about this than most of the stuff you did in batman forever and batman and robin yeah um thoughts the only thing no, the only like the first thought that comes to my mind when i i think about a um another Joel Schumacher movie is how fabulous everyone would be. <laughs> like, their costumes would be so sequent. Um, yeah. How many, how many suit changes are we going to get yeah. um, throughout the movie? We know that the Batmobile is going to get, get yeah. destroyed. Oh, uh, yeah. I really like the Batman Forever Batmobile. I know! Everyone like says it's garbage. I thought it was really cool. The Batman and Robin Batmobile was bad. Like, yeah. why would you? Why would you have an open cockpit? Co- cockpit. Like, yeah. No. Someone could just it, like someone just drives up and shoots him. So, or, there could be a drive-by shooting <laughs> with Batman. Or if if you do a movie where you involve Deathstroke or Deadshot, like Batman yeah. loses now. Yeah. Because hey, I'm wide open. <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. That's that's so yeah. stupid. No, that that Batmobile sucked. <laughs> but like, yeah, you, the the ideas you just spoke of for uh, triumphant or unchained, whatever it was, yeah, uh, those would have been interesting. Like, yeah, um, I don't know about having Harley Quinn. I mean, movies, especially, uh, let's call them early pre two thousand uh, comic yeah. book movies, had a habit of changing things. Yeah. Um, so making Harley Quinn. Jack Napier's daughter is interesting. I could go with it. I could have gone with it. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe even Alicia Silverstone could have been Harley Quinn. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Scarecrow, why. I always was interested. Uh, like I, uh, When I heard he was going to be in Batman Begins, like, finally we get to see the Scarecrow. Yeah. Um, he was always one of my favorite villains because he's just like... The fear—it's such a such an interesting thing to explore, especially with Batman and all his mental issues, right? <laughs> um, well, those sequences in uh, Arkham Asylum, right? Like those yeah. fear toxin sequences with the hallucinations were just outstanding. Yeah, like that would have been cool, but um, I think by that point, like after what happened with Batman and Robin, there was not a chance another one yeah. was going to happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it like bombed out of theaters, and yeah, it's they brought up a lot of interesting stuff on the DVD about yeah. a lot of the thing, uh, a lot of the actors, anyway. Like aside from Clooney, because Clooney just craps all over it. Oh <laughs> which yeah, fair. Um, like a lot but of them seem he to was like, a very good Bruce Wayne oh an excellent Bruce Wayne yeah like Bruce uh, George Clooney as Bruce Wayne makes so much sense on paper yes like he's smooth es- he's handsome especially during his ER days yeah <laughs> like he was yeah. yeah he was a draw I mean oh, he yeah. still would be but at that time like he was hot yeah oh yeah I don't he, mean he physically was... I mean 
um, popularity wise. Oh yeah, and and, well, uh, and also physically, but the <laughs> oh yeah, no, dude was dude's always been ridiculously handsome. He's, and he's, he's a like very good looking silver man. Silver fox. He is um, aging so well. He is oh the example. Gosh, yeah. Whenever I hear how <laughs> like there's a media bias of oh look how this woman has aged and men just get better looking as they get older, they always use George Clooney as the example because he's such an attractive man. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, we, we could look at other people who've aged terribly. Or, uh, you know what, while, while we're talking about people who've aged surprisingly well, Shatner. Yeah. Shatner has Yeah, he's aged, aged well, right? sure. Yeah. Like, when I see pictures of Shatner, I'm like, he is not in his 80s. There is no way that man is in his 80s. Yeah, like, he's a bit overweight, but he's a, still yeah. a good-looking man. <laughs> he look, Like, I'd peg him in his 60s. It's oh, like, he, yeah. I never realized how handsome he was on Star Trek until I, like... Yeah looked at it with that eye like oh yeah he is a good looking man like he is a heartthrob yeah, yeah. on the starship enterprise yeah <laughs> um with the yeah with batman unchained or triumphant um like you said I, that's a very 90s comic book reasoning like oh it's his daughter but i'm like okay but i can still kind of get on board with it if that were to happen now i'd be like no oh. that's stupid <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i'm out <laughs> the message boards would be lit up. Yeah. Do people still use uh, message boards? <laughs> uh, I think they're mostly forums now or stuff like subreddits. But yes, it's more yeah. of a Twitter thing. Twitter outrage yeah. is what you see now. <laughs> but I definitely uh, like. I'm still interested in that. That's that's one where I'd be like, Yo, can you can you do an animated version of this? Because I I'd watch yeah. that, and it could be a fun way to gloss over some of the stuff that you the really glaring stuff that you don't like from the Joel Schumacher Batman movies yeah where you can be like hey let's maybe tone this down a little bit yeah. um, can we turn down the color just a little bit yeah we don't need all the neon yeah. um, I'll also say for Batman Forever that Batwing was outstanding oh yeah and the Thumbs up. <laughs> hey, Batman! And then, like, as if, as if Commissioner Gordon is going to see him give a thumbs up yeah, when he's, look. like, how many hundred feet in the air? <laughs> I also am very curious how they got, like, a cloud or smoke or whatever that was to stay within the confines. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's not how light works. And also, like, it's creating physical barrier now? Yeah. <laughs> what? What is going on It looks on here? cool, but it, yeah. <laughs> this raises too many questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good tie-in to the movie. <laughs> too many <I> questions. <laughs> um, that's a deep cut, really. And if you know the, the, the dialogue in the movie, you'll get that joke. <laughs> exactly. Like, as much as, as, much as I'll uh, uh, rip on or point out the flaws a lot of Batman Forever and there's some aspects of it I still enjoy enough to just go for those references. Yeah. Um, speaking of Batman Forever, uh, when I was reading the news of, um, of Affleck and Keaton returning for um, uh, Flashpoint, let's just call it Flashpoint. Um, yeah, because it's basically Flashpoint. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I read that news there was also, I don't know if it's confirmed or not, I think it was just a rumor, um, that the, sh the, uh, the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever is being made just like the Snyder Cut is being made of Justice League, and it's huh. going to go to HBO Max, assuming. Um, so that would be cool. Yeah, that'll be... Huh. Huh. I'm intrigued. Yes. I, I, I'm definitely intrigued. It's like, um, I'm, I'm very interested in what the Snyder Cut of Justice League will be. 
Oh yeah, like it's, I I I've read a lot because Zach has start. I'm saying like I know him in the first person. <laughs> my uh, buddy Zach, <laughs> my boy, who I've yeah. never even tweeted at. My, my boy um, Snides. Yeah. <laughs> he uh when he, he's released a lot of the stuff about what his plans yeah. were for Justice League, and on one hand, I'm like I don't like this. Yeah, like. like it's funny. But with, I'm with... also really interested. Like, when I separate it from, like, okay, look, I want, we're at an age where you're giving us most of what was on the page. Like, there's yeah. going to be some changes, and that's understandable. But it's like, okay, I, I want most of what's on the page. But if I can get past that, it's like, all right, this is Zack Snyder's Justice League. As long as we're doing that distinction, yeah. <laughs> then, then I'm like, hold up. Within the confines of what you're setting up, that's that's interesting mm -hmm. yeah like it's 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 i was gonna say it's funny i don't know what it is um like people are, are so excited about the snyder cut and uh they're building up to be like this is the movie we should have got but then i think you know what Zack snyder cut of a movie i've only liked one of his movies and that was 300 <laughs> so like if you look at like if he's doing the same thing with justice league as he did with say batman and superman uh or V Superman. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Well, and th well, that's the thing is people are like, I get the hype and I get the interest. Yeah. Um, but it's people like, oh, it's going to be amazing. It's like, do y'all remember the reaction yeah. to Batman Superman? Yeah. And now I guess we'll never fully know how much of that was like them just being like, yeah, go nuts. Or was them ha like studio interference? Mm -hmm. Like to like how much of that was there we know how much there was with the first cut of justice league yeah. um which is better than it has any right to be um given how much interference there was in that movie yeah um but that, that movie makes... feels so disjointed oh yeah oh yeah like it just feels like they cut and paste all these different things and like you can see oh well um Joss Whedon this part like you can, you can yeah. hear the studio saying Whedon it up oh yeah it's it's weird uh, like I'm very curious to how it's going to be uh, and it's one I'm definitely going to want to check out mm -hmm. but at the same point it's like okay look we, we can get caught up in the hype and the excitement but also yeah. remember this is like this isn't going to be his full vision either exactly because I... he can't do the reshoots yeah like they're not reshooting they're not setting up for the sequel that he had in mind. Yeah. That's going to hark back to, like, I'm, unless I'm, unless yeah. the hope is, like, hey, this is so hype and so awesome that HBO is going to throw the hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. to, to then go back and do his version of Justice League 2. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to be a lot like the um, Superman 2 Richard Donner cut. Where yeah. they had the original director come back and do what he could with the existing footage yeah. before he was fired or before he left, in this case. Um, but it's not going to be the complete vision because the complete vision doesn't exist and it can't be remade. Exactly. Well, that's like whenever, uh, like the Alien Quadrilogy, when they released the DVDs and then the Blu-ray, yeah. they got the directors to come back and do any tweaks. And Ridley Scott was like, look, Alien the cup for it like that i stand by that and it's a terrific uh -huh. movie i can't think of many if any additions that they made to it 
and aliens as yeah. well. Like, I don't think Cameron did much. But mm-hmm. when they approached uh, Fincher? Fincher. Fincher, yeah. He was just yeah. like, um, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he hates that movie. Well, yeah, because of how much inf- it, like interference Interf- in oh, everything yeah. there was. He's like, yeah. look, there's not a direct- there couldn't be a director's cut because the movie that I had to make, I yeah. didn't want to. <laughs> that yeah. wasn't my vision. Right. So, Alien 3 is also just... That might be a podcast episode down the line because there was like so many different versions of Alien Three, yeah. and some of them are really interesting, and mm-hmm. then some of them are like, "Wait, what?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so moving along, um, some of the other some of the other canceled Batman movies. There was going to be uh, at one point around the same time, or not too long after um, Batman and Robin bombed out, there was consideration of as much of an adaptation of possible of batman year one yeah uh there was also one about uh the dark knight which mm-hmm. interesting um dang it everything i was using to, with my Wait. notes is now completely frozen oh well uh i'll talk then yeah there was yeah. A, this long rumored gestating i don't know what to call it um jaron aronofsky's batman year one Right. And, like, I think it would have been interesting. Because I'm, I'm thinking of, like, would I have liked that? And do I like Aronofsky's movies? I'm like, well, of the ones I've seen, one was visually stunning. One was weird. And um, one was emotionally gripping. Uh, those being um, The Fountain, Black Swan, and um, The Wrestler. Right. But so I'm like, well, if you take like the visuals, he has, you know, he's uh, uh, he ha- he has a visionary, or he is a visionary, and the emotional ties of of the wrestler, like, okay, there could have been a good movie there, like with Batman Year One, that could have been interesting, but it just never happened. It's one of those movies that just never happened. Yeah, I've I've got one of my things of notes that's working now, um, and not much is known about it um right it was always just kind of like he's working on it he's working on it like yeah that's and it. apparently apparently christian bale was approached oh okay yeah it's cool that they had him in mind for some of those um yeah. another one that started to gain traction um but then lost uh, basically everybody got more excited about year one and moved to it but yeah the cartoon Batman Beyond was such a hit that the studio yeah. was like, "Ooh, what if we do that?" Yeah, and I'm also st- I, that's one I'm still very interested in. Oh yeah, that would be really cool. I think like, there's a lot of mileage you could get out of Batman Beyond, and the the nice thing with it is it's based on a show. There has been comic runs, but it's yeah. not something that uh, like not that it's not loved by its fan base. It's absolutely loved. Yeah, but it's also I think recent enough where and it's because it was a TV property first before a comic. Yeah, and the comics have had some interesting twists and turns. It's got the most of. The, it has the least baggage attached to it. Yeah, it seems of, like, like Batman it's, Year it's, One or Batman Dark Knight. Yeah, like um, Batman Beyond is uh, more of a. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's not as mainstream. It's mm-hmm. more of a... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> like when 
when a small group of people like it. Niche. No, not that. Cult? Cult film, yes. Cult following. Yeah. yeah. Where, like, if you were to go to, say, my mother, <laughs> who only <laughs> knows the superficial superhero stuff, and you said Batman Beyond, well, what's that? Like, yeah. But, so, that's also, that's an advantage and a disadvantage at the same time, in that, you know, people would know what it is, so why would I go see it? But also, oh, this is new and different. I can't say it's bad because I don't know what. I mean, I can't yeah. say it's not what I expected because I didn't expect anything. Yeah. But, uh, like, technologically, they could do it really well oh, now, yeah. right? Oh, It'd yeah. be so cool. Um, well, and yeah. there's so many movies where we get, uh, un like, needlessly ridiculous with special effects. Yeah. Um, whereas this is a movie that lends itself to that and I mean, demands it, go, it. <laughs> yeah. demands it you could still go overboard and in the way wrong way with it yeah um but it's also one where you're like this movie demands the like there's flying cars <laughs> there's, yeah everything there's flying cars and a flying batman a uh, flying batman <laughs> like, um yeah it's 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 technologically the future so yeah. uh it's certainly attainable. Oh, yeah. And then the other fun thing with it is, like, you could choose to maybe not set it in continuity of anything else. Yeah. Uh, but still reference, like, Batman's past yeah. by, uh, like, for a long time, everybody was like, oh, if they ever did Batman, Batman Beyond, like, Clint Eastwood as old man Bruce Wayne would yeah. be amazing. Well, I also heard the idea of uh, Michael Keaton coming back to be old Bruce, and now the precedent right. will be set, right? Exactly. So they could totally do it, and it would be awesome. Well, they could do like they could do it with him. They could they could get Christian Bale back, like if if they were to yeah. do it, and that could be a way to bring him in without continuing the Chris Nolan Batman movies. But yeah, I feel like Michael Keaton would be a better choice, though. That's that's fair um, because he's already old. Er. But man, or, Clint East would be would be amazing as that grumpy old Bruce Wayne. Or Clooney. I'd be interested. That that would, that would be interesting. Exactly, you know? right? Like that would be that very would interesting. Everybody a curveball. Um yeah. but I also think Clooney is a I really enjoy Clooney's acting and every Yeah, me like, too. Uh, yeah. Of course we always think of his suaveness and his smoothness in his performances yeah. but he could probably pull out some of the grumpier stuff um, he has an intensity or he can have an intensity yeah. to his acting it, it would be very interesting that's all I can really say it would be yeah. very interesting it would be like a chance to redeem himself exactly but also turn in a really good performance exactly and it could be small enough that dude's retired from acting now. It could also be something where it's like, huh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another well-known one is uh, there was going to be a Batman-Superman movie. Yes. And I think, I, be I believe it was, yeah, it was going to be directed by Wolfgang Peterson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um yeah, that was I, I remember hearing rumors about Batman and Superman for years. Yeah. There was even that billboard in I Am Legend. 
Well, yeah, no. Which pretty much got the re- release date right. Yeah. <laughs> like they were pretty much spot on with that. Um, and I don't think that was intentional. I think it was just total happenstance. Yeah. It's um, like, hey, it's going to get a, take us this long to get it right. They haven't got it right yet. <laughs> they haven't got it right. No, no. <laughs> and then, the, yeah, there was even going to be the, the Justice League movie with, um, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Mad Max guy. <laughs> he was going to direct it. Uh, Miller? Oh, yeah, Miller. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting just how many of these didn't get get made for whatever reason uh at one point like i even just learned in looking up stuff for today's episode and i hadn't known about it at all before they were apparently considering a robin spin-off movie with chris o'donnell but because okay. batman and robin <laughs> performed so poorly that yeah. got axed i'm like well yeah that makes sense yeah because um, as much as i love the robin character yeah, uh, I think a spinoff movie with Robin would end up being the Teen Titans, yeah. and then you'd have to have him be in Batman for a while, for more than one movie yeah. or two movies before he got his spinoff. Um, and I feel like he was never really liked by the public as a Robin, so to have his own movie, it wouldn't have worked out. Yeah, his his performance was okay. He wasn't a really he wasn't a Robin to me. He was a grown up Robin. He was Nightwing. Yeah, like and he, he the, could have been Nightwing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if he was Nightwing, I would have been angry because it's like, no, he has to be. <laughs> Why did you skip over Robin? <laughs> he yeah. can't just become Nightwing. It's a journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also on this list, I'm looking at a couple of. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, apparently there was going to be. A couple uh, a animated sequel to Return of the Joker that never got made. So oh. that's that's disappointing. Um, any information about that? Like any uh, plot wise? I mean, not that I'm aware of. Oh, that's uh, too bad. I'd really be interested uh, to see what I that know. is. I like, know. how would the Joker return again, or uh, is I it like know. Return I... of Two Face? <laughs> maybe return of two-face i i don't know that's one i'm gonna have to look into a bit after uh yeah. once i get my wi-fi back on uh, <laughs> you need more wi-fi's that's what i tell tom all the time you oh, need yeah. more wi-fi's oh oh okay so what this little bit says is um a second batman beyond film was planned for release um but was finally scrapped due to the dark tones and controversies from return yeah. of the joker uh yeah come on Which, people i kind of get it just because yeah. at like especially at the time that it came out um like ba- like we they had to change a lot of return of the joker yeah like i was i was looking through uh the changes they did in the regular versus uncut cut and it's mostly like removing violence and like people yeah. getting hit which seems like did you need to go that tame to show someone not get punched yeah well, went a heck, little too I mean, far with that one well heck I mean as much as I love like the the 90s Spider-Man cartoon dude successfully connects with a punch like once or <laughs> yeah. twice yeah. Ne- like he never throws a punch uh, and they were like no we can't have you punching because kids will they'll punch kids will do it oh, yeah. come on come on which is 
annoying and dumb, but Fox also got a lot of flack because of like how violent Power Rangers was. Um, yeah, I was so, in that uh, Joker documentary I mentioned. There's a whole, there's a bit about um, in the fifties the comic code was uh, enforced oh or enacted, gosh, yeah. and how yeah. like everything just went to like sunshine and rainbows. Like the villains weren't really villains, and yep. like Batman had a dog, and <laughs> like yep. Yep. And the dog Ace. wore a mask. <laughs> yep, Ace the Bat Hound. I think that's the time also we got Crypto the the Crypto Super the Wonder dog. dog, yeah. Crypto the Wonder went. Dog, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Just I, I like it when those things are like referenced a little bit tongue in cheek, like when yeah. we got Ace and Batman and Batman Beyond. Yeah. Where I'm like, that's a good way to roll it in. You just don't have him be a crime fighter because yeah. What? <laughs> but he single single handedly was oh, the hero. Oh, he saved the movie. Oh, yeah. he, saved he saved the movie. The movie. Return of the Joker. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to see what other if there's any others we've got before we we wrap this. Uh, it's interesting just because there's so many where it's like, oh hey, this one recommends another one that wasn't listed, and I'm yeah. just like, oh, let's learn about that. Uh, but then there's like next to no information about it. Oh. I guess one that kind of got canceled that we never saw it. Although it, I don't know if it got canceled. It was just rumored. It was talked about. It just never, it never happened. Yeah. Was Ben Affleck's Batman movie. Oh yeah. Cause it was, they announced it. Affleck announced it. He was like, yep, I'm going to write and direct for it. Yeah. But then it just never, it never happened. Yeah. I would have liked uh, to have seen that. I really would have. Cause Affleck could have been a great Batman, yeah. If he had absolutely. better material, absolutely. Um, yeah, like yeah, there was he was going to write and direct, and then he was just going to act in it with Matt Reeves directing, and then it just never happened. Like even when I was reading the the press release, I guess it was of um, announcing Affleck coming back for Flashpoint, was that like they said like he had his problems that he needed to work through, so yeah. Yeah, that's, well, that's the quote I was going to say. Like, he had said the reason he was stepping away was he had lost his passion for it, yeah. um, but at the time was also dealing with a variety of uh, professional and personal issues. Yes. Um, but that would that would have been great. Like, Oh, yeah. Everyone well, saw him as Batfleck. He wasn't any good. But no, he, like, if you, I want to say read between the lines, but it's not, like, the best phrase for it. But if, like, if you look at his his work in Batman versus Superman and even Justice League you can see hints of greatness there it's the material given and yeah. not like yeah, it wasn't Affleck's fault at all no exactly. he had nothing there, good to work with and there's still a lot of things from from those Batman like from that treatment of Batman that I kind of enjoy like the having the not robot voice but the voice deepener i was like that makes sense that's something yeah. the character would do mm -hmm. as much as i love kevin conroy doing like two distinct voices uh one of the things people point out a lot about the nolan movies is like especially even in the dark knight as much as people love that they're like wait why is he talking to fox in the batman voice yeah and then also he kept making it like worse he did yeah like <laughs> but then I remember just, watching Dark Knight and turning and saying, what? What did he just say? And then by the time <laughs> Dark Knight Rises happened, it was just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It, uh, uh, all right. 
the balance was great in Batman Begins. Yeah. Um, but then also the uh, Jeremy Irons Alfred. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna miss that because that was a great. That's a great casting and a very different well, casting for it. It was different, yeah. I like Jeremy Irons. I think he could have been a, a good Alfred if he stuck to the Alfred that we know and not like the kind of laid-back Uncle Alfred. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'll admit I kind of liked it just because most of the time with Alfred, like Alfred has this sassy side. He yeah. will sass oh, yeah, Batman sure. like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. But it's not... We rarely get that, and we rare, especially rarely get that on the big screen. Yeah. And Irons really leaned into that, and I was like, you know what? I'm here for it. <laughs> because <laughs> also, you're Jeremy Irons. You're leaning on the, I'm a mechanical Alfred. I fought in the war. I'm like, I could believe Alfred could be like, don't test me, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he just seemed too laid back to me. He didn't seem. Fair. He didn't seem like a proper English butler. Yeah, it's. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I think I'd still love, even if he didn't write it, I'm still hoping down the line for a Ben Affleck directed Batman movie. I think Bat. Yeah. I think Affleck could do an amazing Batman movie, even if he's not starring in it. Yeah. Or heck, even if it's a, a different a street level superhero movie, um, I think Affleck could do amazing with that. Like some, his directorial efforts aren't as glowing consistently as they were but yeah. his first three movies but especially going from the town to argo like those yeah. were so fantastically directed yeah that they were good movies I would, sure yeah i would love a uh affleck directed batman movie he should do daredevil he should direct Ooh, a daredevil just redeem just yeah redeem, to be like i love this character i'm not gonna play him but i'm gonna yeah Heck, just I'm, get, just bring Charlie Cox over. Yeah, directed by Ben Affleck. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome, Mike. Mike dude, yes. we need to I'm, make I, this happen. I, I, I'm gonna call Kevin Feige right now, <laughs> <laughs> and we need to start tweeting at Ben. Yeah, please direct Daredevil, starring <laughs> Charlie Cox well, and Vincent D'Onofrio. You could, you could do this, and then. As long as you also, you don't need to involve him in the movie, but at this point, just keep, um, just, just keep Punisher. Just, just keep him. Yeah. Sure. What's the actor's name again? I'm blanking on John it. Bernthal. Oh, so good as the Punisher, though. He's so good in everything. Like, I've he never really seen him. Is. I've never seen him give a bad performance. He, I've seen him do a range of different performances, and it's never been bad. Like, he is one of those actors that's like, that totally flies under the radar. He is, I. This is going to be a weird leap, but hear me out. I think he is Tom Hardy before he got big roles. Like Tom Hardy's still consistently great, but now they're like, we gotta. The joke is like, how are we going to cover your face? Yeah. (laughs) Have you have you mumble stuff? (laughs) Like he is. He reminds me a lot of Tom Hardy, where they both are tremendous actors and bring a lot to the roles, and they're never like bad. Yeah. But he hasn't been put in some of the situations that Tom Hardy has recently Yeah, where I'm just like what, especially watching him as the Punisher you're just like oh my gosh your intensity but then also the drama and the trauma and everything you bring Yeah, and yeah, even some of his bit parts he's so good yeah like he was I first saw him in the um, the HBO miniseries uh, The Pacific so like the, the kind of like the sequel okay. series to Band of Brothers and he was only in it for a little bit before he got killed but 
he was great. Like, I know him, like, even when I see him in anything else, I call him, uh, I think his name was Manny in the Pacific. I always call him <laughs> Manny because, like, he made that impression on me. Um, yeah, he's great. And, like, it's it's amazing how how much they nailed the casting for every Netflix Marvel series, except yeah. for Iron Fist. But he still, he could have been good. He could have yeah, been good. No, I- that's one where I don't know if I can put it on the actor. Like, no, no, was, I think it was just the material. The material, the rushed nature of the show. Yeah. Uh, who they had show running it, who yeah. then went on to tank um, the Inhumans. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like Charlie Cox, the Daredevil we all want. Yeah. Um, Bernthal, the Punisher we want. Yep. Um, D'Onofrio is D'Onofrio like I really hope they bring him and Cox in and even even Bernthal like but don't tell us like just have the next Spider-Man movie and D'Onofrio shows up as Kingpin oh my or even Daredevil shows up like this has been rumored for or not rumored but desired for some time oh yeah is have um, Matt Murdock come in and defend Spider-Man or defend Peter Parker like, you know how amazing that would be? Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, man. Like, there's so many... Yeah. Like, I'm going to miss a lot from the Netflix stuff. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, sorry, back to Batman. Just because we're going we're gonna to wrap this. We're, I think we're at the point where we're going to wrap this. So, I, I find with a lot of these, these movies, some of them you're like, I see exactly why they didn't get made. Yeah. Um, and then further some of them... I'll be like, I don't get why anybody would want this made. Uh, yeah. But then there's somewhere I'm just like, ooh, that could be very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of stuff, especially DC, 90% of the time knocks it out of the park with their animated efforts. Oh, yeah. Um, but now that we're in this weird age where we're suddenly getting like more director's cuts or more fan specific stuff and I think that's yeah. happening because of how many streaming services we have there's more of an opportunity for, there's more outlets for it yeah there's an uh, there's an outlet and a need a need for the IP like a need well, for content for these for these well, things yeah. All right, yeah. but then of course like you said the uh, like so much more of an opportunity then now it's like hey uh, while you're struggling to <laughs> like figure out what you're doing, like, yeah. what if you revisit this? Like, not to continue that franchise, but it's like you you spent money on this material before, and now yeah. it's just collecting dust. Like, do something with do it. Do something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's there's all these characters, both Marvel and DC, that like the rights are secured by one studio or another. But there's never been anything done with them. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, just do something. But don't make <laughs> it bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to give to give Marvel credit, although it's been a while since I've watched their shows. Yeah. Um, I think there's there might have been a show of theirs that I just completely didn't know about. Yeah. Um, but like the only out and out bomb. Marvel has done even show wise was the Inhumans oh that was terrible say what you will about Iron Fist but it still has it's 
small group of fans that defend it. <laughs> I I watched it and I enjoyed it. I didn't love it, but yeah. I enjoyed it. But the Inhumans was so bad. I'll I'll be honest. I yeah. didn't watch it. I got I about I don't know ten or fifteen minutes into the first episode, and I realized I wasn't paying any attention, <laughs> and I just turned it off and never looked back. Like I never get. It's on uh, Disney Plus, but I I haven't. I have no intention of giving it another chance. Yeah, no. I, it, was, it was one of those cases where I know you don't judge your... It's like you don't judge by the trailer, but also the trailer is supposed to get me hype and get me on board, and if it doesn't do its job, that that counts. Um, yeah. But everything that I had seen, like all the releases and stuff, I'm just like, this just doesn't look good. Yeah. And then when you hear the reaction from people, especially people who are fans of the Inhumans, yeah. which... I'm not. I don't really care about any of those characters. Like, even in the comics, no. none of them no. have ever appealed to me. No. Um, so it's just like... And sometimes I like that. I enjoy that with comic movies or yeah. other properties where I'm like, you know what? I'm going in fresh. I, I, yeah. I'll have little to complain about and I might be able to enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. But that wasn't the case with the Inhumans. With Inhumans, I'm like, I didn't like this going... <laughs> like, yeah. it's already working at a deficit and then everything coming out looks terrible and yeah. then it's terrible. It's so. terrible. <laughs> and my beliefs are confirmed. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with with doing a character or seeing a character that I've never heard of before or I don't know much about. Like, Shang-Chi. I don't, I, I don't think I'd ever even heard of him before the movie was announced. But I'm very... Yeah, like, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that movie. Because yeah. I love kung fu movies. Well, because it's, it's also going to be very different from any other of the Marvel movies we got. We and the got. proper Mandarin is going to be in it, too. Exactly. <laughs> the but real Mandarin. Have, we also haven't had, like, a martial... Like, a martial arts comic book movie in quite right. some time. Yeah. I can't think of the last one. <laughs> no, uh, Blade. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And that um, was kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, yeah, like everything has just kind of been like super strength smash. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, if, if you could do like a PG thirteen version of the action from the raid, but in a superhero movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> I'm in twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take my money. Exactly. I will pay three times just. yeah and uh yeah it's it's interesting like even with guardians of the galaxy i had never even heard of them but we know mm -hmm. how that turned out everyone loves the characters in the movies right so yep oh yeah, yeah. but batman <laughs> yeah batman. well I, I actually think we've hit the nail on the head so uh of unmade batman movies coming well not soon but oh than no later. i had one more i had one oh, more sorry yeah uh yeah. Chris Nolan's intended third movie. Oh, right. Yeah. Before... That was going to involve Heath Ledger's Heath Joker. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, you can, well, at least in my opinion, you can clearly see in what Dark Knight Rises is that he's just kind of like made something else up and gave up and didn't, didn't his heart wasn't in it. Nolan's not, heart. Not to the extent. Yeah. Because, yeah. And I think, it, I don't know if it was ever like, hey, I'm just going to keep making Batman movies. But I think there was no. a quote being like, as long as I'm making, like, Batman movies, uh, like, I love this character, there's that performance and the dynamic that we nailed on, like, yeah. he was gonna keep coming back to the Joker in some way, shape, or form, even if he's not the big bad, it's yeah. almost gonna be like, he's gonna have to go talk to the Joker in jail, 
and Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter style. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I have to believe that it would his Joker's appearance would have been more than just that kangaroo court that ended up being Scarecrow in Dark Knight right. Rises. Oh yeah, like, no, I don't. You think can clearly tell that was going to be Joker, but I have to believe there was going to be more involvement. See, and even that, I don't know if I buy that as the Joker, just because the Joker they established yeah. in The Dark Knight was in all his schemes just because of how they kept going, it's mm-hmm. like dude wouldn't just settle in kangaroo court like, yeah. it wouldn't just be that he would be grandiose yeah. like, he, there'd be more like, to it yeah. it'd be so much more to it so yeah, uh, that one would have been. I'm curious to what his original intent would have been. Yeah. Um, but we're on the we're on the verge in a year or so of getting a new Batman, a new Batman yes. on the like brand new director, brand new actor, uh, new story kind of. Uh, yeah. There's been the official poster dropped recently. Matt yeah. Reeves released it, and the uh, the Jim Lee art for it looks outstanding. If yeah. The suit looks even remotely as good as it does in that poster. Mm-hmm. Then I'm much more on board with the suit. Just because mm-hmm. whenever I saw the high collared cape, I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I just didn't care for it. That's not practical. Um, <laughs> like, um, yeah. I hope he does like some good detective work and yeah. like some good like ninja vanish and hiding in the shadows and stalking people and all that. Yeah. That'd just be cool. stuff we haven't gotten nearly enough of. In, yeah, uh, there were like hints of it in the previous ones. Like like in uh, Batman vs. Superman, there's that part where Batman, the cops are in the warehouse or whatever, and Batman's hiding on the on the ceiling or something like that. That oh, was yeah. awesome. Like, that was awesome. At the beginning where the cop yeah. shines light and then it's Batman. It's yeah. Like, terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and then he just like somehow super strengths out of there because he like cracked the wall a bit. I was like, wait, yeah. what? But <laughs> I guess it was the grappling hook. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, there were ideas of really good stuff in there. Yeah. Especially when we live in a post-Arkham <laughs> world. Yeah. Like, Arkham, the Arkham series has been borderline perfection with Batman. Where you're you like, mean the video there. games? Yeah, 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 the video yeah. games. It's like, it's all there. You have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or even, um, like, looking at the animated universe. Like, make a good exactly. movie. It's all there. We've said that many exactly. times before. Like, oh, yeah. there's your template use it like how how justice league oh my gosh i've said it so many times but it's just the hill i'll die on like bruh the first three episodes of the show (laughs) could have been an amazing movie you didn't need anything else they're right there yeah (sighs) anyways all right so there we go that's the episode (laughs) well Uh, i'm not a sour note Which unfortunately happens when we talk about DC movies. Exactly. Um, well, dear listener, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And just for your own interest's sake, check out. There's so many articles uh, about abandoned um, Batman movies. And some of them can be really, really interesting. And then others you're like, wait, what? Oh, that's one. I forgot to mention. I can't believe I forgot to mention it. Uh, not much is known about it, but there is a fan community kind of uh, completing it. Um, in 1966, before the Adam West Batman show, uh, kicking around as an idea at Toho was going to be a movie of Batman meeting Godzilla. 
And that's the extent known. Nobody even knows if they approached DC, but yeah. they later, uh, the, then the Adam West show came and went and that like the show is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody knew like, wait, was it going to be like Toho sixties Godzilla, which was campy and kind of superhero-y and would slide yeah. along his tail for a mile and drop kick somebody <laughs> yeah. or tuck his tail around and use his atomic breath to fly or just jump up and down dancing um crossing over with the adam west batman nobody knew uh but now you can find it online at batmanmeetsgodzilla.com a fan community is going through and making uh an Adam West 66 Batman meeting 60s Godzilla comic. And I that's I love that we're in this era where now to an extent people are like, hey, that thing we can do, we're gonna do it now. Yeah. We're just making sure it's not profit. We're not drawing a dime. Because right. that's two different highly covered IPs. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of potential for litigation there <laughs> yeah they gotta be abundantly clear so you can check that one out at batmanmeetsgodzilla.com uh i'm looking at the cover of, <laughs> of issue two and i'm just like this looks so wonderfully silly um i'm looking forward to reading it all that being said dear listener thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed today's episode mike you think Mike you. Mike you. That's my Japanese name. <laughs> Mike, you handsome sir. Thank you so much for joining oh, oh us my. today. Oh my. Well, it was it was a good time. Thank you for having me. No problem. And uh listener, at some point soon, I don't know when the episode will drop. We still have to schedule a recording. Mike and I are going to do a watch along of a film that you and I have talked about on the podcast once, but it's also another thing we bonded over and we have a deep mutual love for. We're going to do a watch along of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And yes, I am we are. very excited for that episode. <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of memeing. Vocal, <laughs> vocal memeing. Vocal memeing, exactly. All right, well, all that being said, dear listener, I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care and God bless, my friends. Peace.